theology, Christology, soteriology, some big words of theology that are so important to teach children. So how can we teach them these important parts of theology? Today we are going to hear from Timothy Brundle and Jonathan Gibson, who have created an engaging and fun book series to help parents teach young children theology and the Bible. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello, Raising Christian Kids family. We're so glad that you're back. And so I have two very special guests on the show today. Timothy Brindle has a Master's of Theology degree and a Master's of Divinity degree and is a pastor at Olive Street Presbyterian Church. He is the author of The Unfolding and has released several Christian hip-hop albums since 2003. He is the co-author of the Acrostic Theology for Kids series, but him and his beautiful wife Floriana have nine children and live in Philadelphia. And then we also have Jonathan Gibson, Ph.D., and he is ordained in the International Presbyterian Church and serves as Associate Pastor of Old Testament at Westminster Theological Seminary. He is the author of The Moon is Always Round and co-author of the Acrostic Theology for Kids series. He lives in Philadelphia with his wife, Jackie, that's an easier name for me to say, and their four kids. And I can't wait to talk about the engaging and fun Acrostic Theology for Kids series today. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Thank you, Leanne. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us on, Leanne. Well, can you please introduce us to the Acrostic Theology for Kids series? What are included in the series and what do you believe is the targeted age group? Yeah, so the Acrostic Theology for Kids series is basically a mini theology curriculum for kids. As you went to Bible college, Leanne, and some of our listeners maybe went to seminary, or maybe some just like to dive deep into God's Word and doctrine, oftentimes there's theology proper, the doctrine of God, and there's Christology, the study of Christ, soteriology, the study of salvation, biblical theology, the study of Scripture, how it all fits together in Christ. Basically, the Acrostic Theology for Kids series is just that, but it's for parents to teach kids sound doctrine from the Word as the Lord wants families to, to, to know, wants parents and kids to begin to understand who the Lord is and what He's done to save His people. So essentially, Acrostic Theology for Kids is, is a mini curriculum, if you will, and it also uses acrostic, that is the alphabet, and rhyme as uh, memory tools, teaching tools to, to help kids learn the truth of God's Word. Yeah, and I love how you have a sword and a shield on the front cover. It's very appealing to look at, at the cover. And so the Acrostic of Salvation is the third book in the series. What do you hope children will learn from this book specifically? Yes, I think some of the emphases that Johnny and I really wanted to show is how all of God's saving grace both to rescue us from the guilt of sin and the punishment we deserve because of our sin, and also the power of sin, the enslavement of sin, and then ultimately from the practice and the presence of sin. All of this is found in Christ. So there's a great emphasis on the saving benefits, the saving blessings that we have as Christians are in Christ, by faith in Christ. It's And so it's definitely, although it's 
the acrostic of salvation, it brings us back to God's Son. Anything to add to that, Johnny? Yeah, one of the things in the series as a whole, but also in this one, the acrostic of salvation. You know, the Bible is a simple book. A child can understand it, but it's also a profound book with some big words like propitiation, expiation, justification, sanctification, glorification. And often as parents, we think, right, well, let's not talk about those things. That'll put our kids off. But we find kids actually like big words and they like to discover what big words mean. And so we thought, well, well, let's not shy away from using these big theological words with kids, but let's put them in a way that's attractive, that's fun, that includes a rhyme. And so in this book, The Acrostic of Salvation, for example, we cover G is glorification, J is justification, S is sanctification. So we cover all the main aspects of our view of our doctrine of salvation. We're justified, declared righteous in God's sight. We are made holy by God's sanctification. And one day we'll be perfect glorification uh, in our new resurrection bodies. And so we wanted to basically keep the depth that's there in the Bible and bring it to the children in a way that's accessible for them. I also like when I when I look at your books, you would think we're sounding like very theological in our discussion here and very deep and heavy. These are so easy to read. It's just a small paragraph. It's concise. It's very informative. And the illustrations, there's a whole page, like the information's on the left page. And then there's a, an illustration on the right page that's just so so unique. And it just stands out. For example, you have here for the Holy Spirit, you have, he is the third person of the Godhead. He's God's resurrection power. So Jesus is not dead. He takes Christ's salvation and brings it to us. When Christ comes back, he will make us spring from the dust. I just love that. And I think kids, kids and adults are going to love this series. I, I can't wait for to see what, what comes out next. So is there another book coming out soon? Are you guys, you got more ideas, I hope, because these are great. Yeah, we've got two more coming out, Lord willing. The next one is the acrostic of scripture, a rhyming biblical theology. So looking at people, places, and events in the Bible storyline. So E for Exodus, things like that. A for Adam. So we're going to go through key people, places, and events in that one. And then the fifth one, which we've just signed the contract for, is the acrostic of church, a rhyming ecclesiology. And we want kids to really love being a member of a church and being part of God's church. So that'll be the end of the series. So five altogether. Oh, you need two more after that. Seven's the number of completion, right? <laughs> and I have some Great ideas point. I can share with you later. <laughs> sure. A couple yeah. popped into my head. But okay, so how can families use the acrostic of Jesus book together as a family devotional? Each page is, I think, enough content for one evening or morning of devotions. Each concept is written in four or eight lines, and then there's Bible verses at the bottom. But each line can be unpacked and explained more. The, the Bible verses are there to take you to the Word. To, to have your children read them out loud as well, and to discuss it, and to memorize as well, which is, I'll, I'll let Johnny speak to that, because I think I'm just so encouraged how he's using it as a, as a, a form of catechesis, with, especially with his older son, Ben, 
And then we also use it at night with our three and five-year-old when it's time for bed. They are very faithful to remind dad, it's time to read acrostics. You know, I'm tired. It's time for them to go to sleep, but they don't forget. It's time to read acrostics. So just reading one page, as Johnny said, the sweet spot for the book is more seven to 11-year-olds, but a five-year-old and a three-year-old they can make use of the word of the letter art. We're grateful for Casey Fritz, C.S. Fritz. So last night, for instance, my daughter, Sophia, we were looking at S, sanctification from Acrostic of Salvation. And this letter S is a letter that the, the letter itself is broken, but it's under construction. It's being put back together. And this is pointing to how the Holy Spirit is doing that with us in our hearts. And Sophia, my sweetheart, she automatically noticed the letter S. It's the same letter as her name. But then also, thanks to the wonderful letter art, uh, the artwork, you can even teach a three-year-old, even if she doesn't grasp everything in the four-line rhyme, she can at least grasp from the picture some of the basics. And then she always asks, well, what's for tomorrow? And tomorrow is T, transformed. And so I turn there and she can tell, look, there's the dirt of our sin but the way the Lord is transforming us and cleansing us by his grace. And so those are a few ways that we use acrostic in our family. And then lastly, just to say, my 11-year-old and 13-year-old, they read it by themselves as they're a bit more independent. And it's instructive for them as well, because it's a bit more at their level, but they can just read it while they're in their beds at night or as a part of their devotionals as well. And so Johnny, anything to add to that, how the Gibsons make use or how you recommend? Yeah, so we uh, we use it at evening worship after dinner. So we sit around the table and I'll pull the book up. And Ben is 10. And so with Acrostic of God, I give him a bit of monetary incentive. I said, Ben, if you memorize the, the 26 attributes of God, or there's actually 31, because for O, we have omnificent, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent. So there's a bunch more. 31. I said, if you memorize all those, I'll, I'll give you $15. And he did it. He didn't memorize the rhymes. But he just had to tell me the title or the attribute and explain it to me. And uh, so, you know, that was some incentive for him. But Zach and Hannah, Zach's about to turn four in January, Hannah three. They want to see, a bit like Tim, actually, with his daughter, Sophia, they want to see where's H. Hannah's like, where's H? I want to see H. So I'll show her H in Jesus, which means humble. And so I'll read it out and we'll talk about that. And then Zach wants to see Z for Zachary and he gets all excited. And then they want to see what B is for Ben. And so we we go through each of the letters. And so, yeah, a bit like Tim, they're not picking it all up, but they're interested in it. And I read it out. I read the rhyme. I'll talk to Ben. I'll ask him questions. What, what does adoption mean, Ben? And he'll explain it. And then we'll talk a bit about it and I'll read the Bible verse that connects with that. And then we'll do, at the minute, we do about two, two or three a night. We sort of go through, learn them, and then we review them each night. So we'll go back and I'll say to Ben, right, give me the first ones up to the letter H. Can you remember them? And so we go over them. They love the books. We'll often find them just sitting, flicking through the books because, as Tim said, the artwork, as you can see here, is just so beautiful. The other thing I should mention is that Tim has done an album, a rap album, a hip hop album for each of these books. So on Spotify, if you put in the acrostic of God, the acrostic of Jesus, the acrostic of salvation, you can listen to this book wrapped. So 
You know, I think it's great. Even the little ones, what we're doing is we're cre creating a vocabulary and a category in their mind at that young age. And that's what yeah. I always say. We're preparing the soil, making it rich. Yeah. So later when we explain what these words mean, you're planting seeds into rich soil to grow deep roots. And I love music. Kids learn so much faster and they retain the information better when you have music. So right. I, mm -hmm. I think that's just great. So real quickly, where can we find examples of the acrostics in the Bible? Yes, that's an excellent question. And we find the most well-known acrostic in Scripture is Psalm 119, which is also the longest chapter in the Bible. My dad likes to, to joke, I'll memorize Psalm 117, you memorize Psalm 119. Deal? As Psalm 117, I think, is two verses, opposed to 176 verses. But then also Psalms 9 and 10 together are an acrostic, Psalm 25, Psalm 34, Psalm 37, Psalm 111 and 112. And we actually have a Lamentations scholar in our midst. Johnny, do you want to tell a bit about Lamentations? Yeah, so I, I teach Lamentations here at the seminary at a P, in a PhD class in the Hebrew. And the first four chapters of the five-chapter book of Lamentations are all acrostic. They're all 22 verses in the Hebrew and the Hebrew alphabet's 22 letters. Chapter three is 66 verses, and that's because each, the first three verses begin with the first letter, the Aleph, the next three with the next letter. So it just triples the length of the poem, but it is still an acrostic. So yeah, so the book of Lamentations is acrostic as well. And you know, it's, it's for memory. It helps you memorize, it helps you. But A to Z is also the idea of it's, it's a comprehensive coverage of a topic. I love it. He said, I am the first and the last, the alpha, the omega. Right. He is, he's everything. And these books really can help children grasp that concept as well. Well, we will have links to where they can buy your books. And if you have anything else you'd like to share before we close. I've just pulled up the Spotify. I'll play it and you can hear it. This is the acrostic of God. Let's read the acrostic of God together to help you to make him your awesome treasure. We'll read it, we'll rap it, we'll sing it. It's fun till Jesus comes back and his kingdom has come. Let's read the acrostic of God. Oh, I love it. Kids will love that. Yeah. That's yeah. So hopefully that encourages people to stick it into Spotify. Uh, just put the title of the book in and you'll get each of the each of the albums. We'll have that information yeah. also in the show notes on how they can access that as well. Thank you, gentlemen. Can't wait to see the next books that come out. And, you know, and I always say this is how we raise strong Christian kids. I say that at the end, but it really is. This is how we raise strong Christian adults. Mm -hmm. by doing what we're doing and using the tools that are available to us. Thank you both for being on the show. Thank Thanks, you, Leanne, Adam. for having us. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.